Hello and welcome to Modern Toy Fair. New York Comic Con has come and passed and we are going to ask the question, are con exclusives going to start to phase out? I'm your host, Mr. Modern Toy Fair, and I am joined by the founder of the NECA Illuminati, the YouTube wife, the procrastinator of pre-orders, the delayer of shipments, Mrs. Modern Toy Fair, Jamar underscore games. But that's not all. I am also joined by the man Modern Toy Fair has full custody over, the man Optimus Prime popped and he refuses to stop, the Twilight Knight, the master of Mac, the three-pump chump of taking this show off the rails, Nate. How you boys doing this week? <laughs> ah, Jamar has been better. Uh, I'm doing okay. Yeah, T technical difficulties aside, um, not too bad. Not too bad. All right, good, good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it's been an interesting 20 minutes for us. So, right. yeah, more like 15, but you know, it's okay. Yeah, rounding up. Yeah, true. I, I, you're, that's fair. <laughs> I'll give you that 15. Uh, but yeah, so as mentioned before. New York Comic Con was this past weekend, and I just i I happen just kind of notice a trend, and I'm wondering if it has any actual like validity or anything to it. So over the course since since the pandemic, it seems like companies are doing less and less con exclusives, and if they are, they're not doing them at the actual cons, because pre pandemic, almost every company would have two separate you know exclusives. They'd have one for uh, San Diego, one for New York. Some would do Emerald City. Some would even do Toy Fair, uh, New York Toy Fair. Um, now we've got Hasbro just did PulseCon. They didn't have anything for either of the actual conventions as far as exclusives because they obviously did have things on display. Um, Mezco used to do multiple exclusives per con. Now they're down to just like one rumble society figure per con um and they didn't even go to new york comic-con from what i saw they had their own like comic-con at home thing again after they were at san diego which is weird uh neca they like at their booth they had their little menu of what you can buy and it was all old stuff from either san diego this year or back even dating back to the uh, mutagen tour set um the only company that really seems to be doing a new exclusive each time is super seven and I, and obviously Funko, but who gives a shit about Funko? Um, <laughs> um, <Jeez. laughs> so, They're the kings of exclusives anyway. Like yeah, and they they put out so many exclusives that it's it's just yeah, it's absurd. Uh, but yeah, as far as like action figures go, though, because I don't really consider Funko Pops as action figures. They're they're figurines, really. Yeah, that's um, fair. I so I kind of wanted your guys' opinion to kind of just have like discuss is is this gonna get worse and worse or are they just gonna be doing their own thing are they getting away from con exclusives because of all the kind of negative feelings around them in general because every every time any company does a, a con exclusive good bad or ugly there's always a, a portion of the internet that's pissed <laughs> and, and tweeting at them angrily for four days until the con ends uh so i, I oh figure arts that's another one that does do exclusives still for both um, but even then, this time for New York, they only did one compared to their usual like three or four, which I thought was weird. Um, so what do you guys think? To answer blankly, 
yes <laughs> to all of those things. Um, I think what we're seeing is, I, I think we're seeing the bubble has burst on the con exclusive as it, oh. not even as it was what it evolved into. Because really, if you look back, and I don't, I, apparently I'm 13 and my voice just cracked. I don't know if you uh, caught that. I Sorry. Congratulations. <laughs> It's weird because your beard it's a good grew feeling. in, yeah. but like, yeah. like that—that's a hell it's, of a yeah. fucking puberty right there. Like, yeah, I, wish I had that kind of yeah. beard when I was fucking. It grow this, but my my balls had not dropped. Um, <laughs> at least not all the way. Yeah, it was just partial. Oh God, what's gonna happen now? Anyway, <laughs> very early on, you know, convention exclusives, you know. A lot of the big companies didn't necessarily do San Diego exclusives or like in the case of Mattel back in the Maddie collector days, um, it was a way to get something early. Um, maybe there was a box variation or something like that. A lot of companies would do different color variations as a San Diego exclusives and especially like really ugly like paint decos like all white or mm -hmm. all black or all white with red splatter mm -hmm. or something like that. Something that doesn't look right at all, but that was the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. You know, it was supposed to be kind of like a memento or something that you got at the show, you know, that so you could only like get I there. I was there, right. essentially. It wasn't yeah. like something that was a, a, a keystone in your, your collection, but it was something that, like, you could use as, like, I went to Comic-Con and this is what I got. Yeah. And then slowly over time, it mutated. You know, it became a little bit more extravagant it became a little bit more you know maybe it was you know packaging got really you know a lot more deluxe or they might have thrown in like an exclusive figure in a set or something like that and then it just became exclusives like mm -hmm. it was ways for NECA to work around uh, licensing issues and things like that so they weren't able to sell Ninja Turtles in stores at the very beginning so they became convention exclusives and those became highly sought after items because as we keep seeing, the general public has not been satiated on those original cartoon turtles and those original movie turtles. Every time they get brought out again, they sell out because, you know, the demand was there. Just So just think about, you know, six, seven years ago when those figures first started to hit, you know, the demand was so insane. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I think that's almost a part of why we're seeing what we are, because – I think the online backlash became so heavy um, because these were only, you know, convention exclusives. Then, you know, companies like NECA started making them available in certain quantities online. And then certain people could, you know, get a crack at it. But even that was selling out within seconds. Um, you had back then you had the Hasbro toy shop, which then evolved into Hasbro pulse. Um, but that would sell San Diego exclusives from Hasbro you know, um, a couple, it, those, those would be like a couple of weeks after the convention. It was crazy to think that we had to be that patient. You know, <laughs> it wasn't a couple of weeks before as it's become. Um, so yeah. And I think a lot of these companies are realizing that why are we making these items that are exclusive to just the con goers when we can spruce something up, repack it, put a, a new, a special part in it and charge three times the amount online and just be here's our pulse con exclusives mm -hmm. and so um you know that's why i think they're backing off um 
because yeah, you asked me today if they had Andy any San Diego uh, convention exclusives, and I think there was one. I think it was like a, a an all black Boba Fett, but it still wasn't available there. Mm-hmm. So that's the other thing too, because that happened I think first at Celebration. Yeah, um, they just had the QR codes that you could get to go online yeah. to do it, rather than actually being able yeah. to get it at the con. Yep, and I think there was something online or something for Star Wars like that too. Maybe I'm wrong. Or, I'm sorry, San Diego. I thought there was one thing like that where you did get a QR code. I, yeah, it was the Doctor Mindbender. That was a SDCC exclusive, mm-hmm. GI Joe classified, but you could only get the QR code. Those figures still haven't shipped. Yeah, um, you know, and yeah. I don't even know. I don't. I don't think the celebration ones have shipped either. Which is the John Favreau? Yeah, I haven't seen anyone because I I kind of want that Favreau, but I see yeah. I'm like I have my Marvel Legends one, so do I need it? Um, right. He's got the goatee, and I'm like I could just pay a goatee on him. I don't know. It's a whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. But yeah, I, I don't think any of that shipped. And that's another thing is the, on top of them doing less and less, very few, if any of them actually have them available. Cause that was a big right. thing. Like I remember when I went to NYCC years ago, I went and NECA had the four pack, the shredder Mirage four pack. They're yeah. ready to go. I went up and I bought two and that was it. And I walked away. And same thing with like Mezco and Funko, all of them. I think Funko still has theirs at the con, but again, that's mm-hmm. just because they're fucking insane and just pump their mm-hmm. shit out like it's no one's business. Um, but yeah, you're right. It did. It did kind of evolve into this monster where even company like Mezco had figures that were a hundred percent exclusive that they did not do variations of later on, um, that were just for the cons. And sometimes they do just, you know, different versions of one that's already out, but it kind of got to the point where people were just pissed because they'd get these characters that they want and they have to go Mm -hmm. online and pay hundreds of dollars to get it because it was a con exclusive and Mezco wasn't in the business of releasing, re-releasing figures. Um, Yeah, uh, it's, it's kind of weird. And this all kind of sparked for me when you sent us that uh, screenshot of that conversation you had with the dude who was pissed off about the exclusives (laughs) from from saying that they were not exclusive because he didn't understand the definition of exclusive. Um, Yeah. Real quick though, because I mean, I'm, I'm a hundred percent for this as like a, a new collector, if you will. Um, But not like going to cons. I don't, do that so like this is great for me in a sense of like having that opportunity be more open and spread out but i almost wonder if we're just kind of overlooking the impact that like the previous three yeah three almost three years has had on like the industry as a whole as far as suppliers shipping stuff like that i almost wonder if it's more of a thing of like hey we can focus on making this exclusive or we can try and get the shit out that we have been promising and people have paid for already. So like, okay, well let's just slot this out for right now or only have one exclusive or something like that. Maybe we'll see that increase back to well, that the kind of be it, I would hope it both Mesco and pace. super seven still aren't shipping anything. <laughs> well, that's my point. Well, I mean, some companies may not, this isn't a blanket statement for everybody, mm-hmm. but some companies are perfectly fine with selling you hopes and dreams and like one day you'll you'll get it one day you don't um but like i i just almost wonder if that's the case because like you said with NECA, it seemed like the thing of like oh 
they have Mirage Turtles, or not Mirage Turtles, but they have like Mutagen Tour yeah, Turtles. I, I remember they pain. bought those back from uh, Target. <laughs> it had to have been. As I remember the pain of trying to get those. And then now they, you know, a few years later, they're just selling them just like normal. Um, but well, not normal. You'd be at the con because it's not like available on the well, website or anything. Yeah, normal as in like. I'm sure that's like some sort of warehouse find or somebody had some of these set behind, set back for you know exchanges or something like that so i'm sure like eventually they're like yeah Yeah. we got some stuff we can sell at the same point though i i do like the idea of like the con like connoisseurs of being like a memory of like hey this is what i got it's not like important like you said the keystone item to your collection i don't agree it shouldn't be that at all um which is why i love what nico has been doing for the past you know a few years of just completely weird shit but i kind of like the idea of it just being things that like oh you might have missed this out two years ago we found some in an open box and here you have the opportunity to buy that if you missed it out but i can understand it not being exciting to spend you know a couple thousand dollars or whatever it costs you to travel to go to a convention to see something that you have on your shelf from three years ago but that's that that's it right there too like so you kind of like just touched on it a little bit no i went to san diego comic-con one time uh-huh. okay i don't think i'll ever get to go again like it's so difficult to go all right mm-hmm. you know people talk about i don't even know it was we, we got in one year it was a whole thing of circumstances uh i won't recount the story here but it, it had its ups and downs um and we kind of thought hey because we heard once you've gone mm-hmm. you have the opportunity then to go again it's not like that no it is you have New York, a little though. bit right but for San Diego, you have an option, but there's no guarantee. Like you get into uh, a, like a little thing for previous con goers, but that then sells out immediately. So mm-hmm. it's not like a guaranteed thing. It's not like once you've gone, you can go every year. Yeah. Right. Um, San Diego is so hard to get into. And that's the thing. I, I may never go again, and that's fine. I experienced it. I will say picking up exclusives was a huge pain in the ass. In fact, I've told this story on one of our shows before. Uh, Go back, watch them all. You can click right here uh, and watch all of them on a continuous loop. Um, (laughs) There was literally... In 20 minutes, there'll be a link there. (laughs) There was a a Hasbro exclusive, but my day for Hasbro was the first day, and I I didn't buy it, which was my fault. But Mm. on the second day, I was like, I want to get it. And I was like, "Uh, I'm not going to wait in line. I'm just going to buy it on eBay. Like, I was literally at the convention, (laughs) and I bought it off eBay. So, like... Because I my time was worth more than that. I yeah. didn't want to deal with that, and that's the thing too. Like these people who like I, I even had a buddy. He was like, "Hey, can you swing by and pick this up for me?" No, <laughs> no, I cannot. <laughs> people have no idea. Like, there's like I remember I wanted I I was since able to get the non exclusive version, but all I wanted was a T shirt, a Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey T shirt from the Mondo booth, and like the second day, well, like I went the first day, and like by twelve thirty the line was capped. At twelve thirty, mm-hmm. the the con went for like another six hours that day. They're like, "No, we're not letting anybody else in line." <laughs> and then, so like the next day, I went back. I got there super early. I ran back, already capped once again. Like, just because you're there, you you can't get it. And that was to get an exclusive T-shirt. But there was other stuff, so people were freaking out or whatever. But that the mindset there is, is they got you got to get everything because you got to then sell a lot of it to. Make fun on your trip. 
Yeah. Yeah, because it's super expensive to go. You're looking at airfare, you're looking at hotel, you're looking for the convention itself. I mean, the convention itself was like actually the convention itself wasn't that bad. So I the was convention shocked. tickets are usually the, the, the cheapest out of the entire Yeah. Trip. It was like I think it was like like fifty bucks per yeah. like the three oh. two to three days we went or something mm-hmm. like that. It That's really wasn't terrible. that much, but you know, hotel and yeah, travel hotel, and all that stuff. It, it, it's nuts. Uh, then let alone spending money and then you know, you're racking you know, every exclusive you buy, you're you're buying with credit card. Cause you're hoping that, you know, you will sell something. Uh, I don't even really think I bought that much to sell. Uh, but I never, I having experienced that I will never begrudge anyone who sells stuff online, especially for twice as much. But what kind of pisses me off is I look at something like the most recent Serpentor GI Joe classified. Uh, it sold out from PulseCon from the premium members. And there were, there are already sold listings on eBay for a pre-order for over $180. That's $100 markup. That's it's crazy. not even double markup. Yeah. And it's like, not even like close to shipping yet. And that's and that's not like nobody did anything special. They had a premium membership. Mm-hmm. They didn't yeah. fly anywhere. They didn't drive anywhere. They didn't well, wait that in premium line. membership costs. Yeah, 50 bucks. <laughs> hey, for the exactly. year? 50 bucks plus a little bit of profit to, on the, on the for, you know? No, that's for a whole year. You get multiple yeah. options. To yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. crazy. So it's just, yeah. you know, it's – that's and that's the thing. You know, I, I do – I think that that figure is going to come out in the regular line, but not with the chariot. And people already thought that item was already priced too high mm-hmm. as we have seen a trend with what? hasbro oh. convention love, items especially love hasbro and they love how much they charge for their toys you yeah. are out of yeah. line sir yeah um i definitely can see a problem like with the online stuff or even i mean let's be real the HasLab stuff has kind of gotten more and more expensive probably than it than it should be um mm. we won't really touch into that we're, like i think right There's now an we're, entire episode as, that at the end of this episode there'll be a link right down here oh for that is. one <laughs> so i could do that shit at the last like 20 seconds of the show i can't really do yeah. it in the middle of it <laughs> click right here <laughs> wait you can box. do in the middle no, i could do okay. the cards up top but that's not the same and they're also nowhere oh, near where nate is so it, it it just doesn't work for his. It's in your mustache. Oh, okay. Click on his mustache and see what happens. <gasps> Whoa! No! 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 Don't do that! Don't do that! It takes you to a completely different website that you maybe at work. Mustacherides.org. <laughs> so is is this like a good thing overall? Is what we're kind of thinking, I'm... or is this necessarily or not necessarily a good thing? Because that means that we may get less fun stuff. I I'm torn because I I like the idea of the exclusives because a lot of times they end up being either a variation of something that you wouldn't get at retail or even a figure that might not get put at retail because it's not a popular character mm-hmm. um, or I don't know because I think my problem with it is if you're going to do it it needs to be ready to go not oh I have to yeah. pre-order it and then wait six months to a year later like that kind of that that takes away from it at that point you don't even bother making that con exclusive if that's how it works um so I, I'm like do it right or don't do it at all is kind of the camp I'm in but Fair. I do like that kind of thing because that's how you get some of these like battle damaged variants and like bloody variants or like different costume variants that they may not 
do in the normal line for XYZ. Um, so I, I'm kind of sad if this is going to continue to be a trend where less and less companies are doing con exclusives. Um, but at the same time, I, I kind of like it because then con season becomes more about the excitement of what's to come instead of Mm -hmm. the panic of, okay, what time do I have to be for this site and this site and that site and making sure I have money set aside to get all these things that I want or this, like it's, it takes the stress out of con season, which is nice. Um, but then it also makes it so, I I don't even know. Like I, I really want to go back to New York comic con. Like my goal was for the three of us to go next year but if they get rid of exclusives, like Not that's sure. a big part of it. Like there's there's fun stuff to do, but like it, it that that's like I don't know. It it kind of almost takes the wind out of the sails a little bit for me. That's fair. Yeah, I mean New York has never had a ton of exclusives. In fact, I think that Shredder set that you spoke of earlier is the last time NECA actually had a full blown new york comic con exclusive oh, yeah they haven't done like a lot of companies haven't done that in a while having separate ones but like yeah up until almost i want to say 2018 2019 a lot of them did they had separate exclusives for each con right uh, tamashi did um mezco uh, i think hasbro did for a while uh neca used to so like new york still would have some stuff and there and there's a lot of smaller companies that aren't these these mainstream ones who also have exclusives and stuff too like just little like knickknack things like i think when i went the you know those little blind bags of like the rubber uh characters that you can get at hot topic sure and it's like a keychain yeah 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 well no. they, the company that <laughs> did robot no i don't think oh. that's who it is um oh. but the, the company who did those had a three pack that was um disco first appearance uh nightwing first appearance robin and then i want to say first appearance i think the other one was red hood it was just like a cool little thing as someone who likes you know robin and nightwing i was like oh cool especially because you don't get a lot someone of... who liked dick yes you don't get a lot of disco <laughs> dick either so like i i was super excited in the 70s yeah so yeah i i was that was 1970s like... new york comic-con if that was a thing <laughs> that would have been the theme one year disco dick <laughs> um, but yeah so like there's there's still little things you can get and, and i just me up i just i don't know i i i i think i'd i'm more i'd be more excited about going to toy fair then because if i'm just gonna go for the announcements i want to go for like that's where the announcements happen versus like mm-hmm. comic-con at that point mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean definitely we've seen it in our lifetimes all of us uh even though i'm older than you guys um you know san diego has has become you know a completely different beast than what it originally was it's, it's you know the comic part is eh, yeah it's, there's it's, somewhere it's all you know pop culture yeah. yeah 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 and it's mostly all about you know the exclusives and the funko and the lounge fly and the hollywood and I just said the Hollywood. I'm more than 10 years older than you guys now. Uh, I'm rapidly aging before your eyes. I'm like, I, I, I'm General Veers when he took the cup from Last Crusade. You're like, you went from puberty and now you're going through your geriatric phase. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just going to just get old and die in front of you. But, uh, (laughs) I can't have that happen. You're our thumbnail. So I need you to stick around. (laughs) 
That could be. Yeah, it'll just, it'll just be my dead, you know, self. <laughs> have your wife prop you up in a chair every week yeah. with your arms up and in I'll different like positions. Different yeah. <laughs> and, we'll, and make sure she hits the iPad for us. Yeah. Yep. That's fine. That's fine. If it's plugged I in, don't just even leave remember. it running. Yeah. I don't even remember what I was talking about at this point. Uh, <laughs> That's the aging. <laughs> oh, yeah. what you said like how San Diego Comic Con is transformed into. Yeah. Yeah, it's and, not even know, New York. Yeah, New York Comic Con came about. I think that started what now, 10, 15 years ago again. That was, you know, mm-hmm. it, it came back as New York Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was another outlet, you know, for pop culture and 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 you know media and stuff like that. Now there is more comic stuff at New York Comic Con. It is mm-hmm. a little closer, uh, but it's not like something like say like WonderCon or um, something like that. That you know, it tries to be more more comic focused yeah. uh, where you'll get comic exclusives, you know, yeah, uh, different yeah. covers and, and things like that. But that's a whole thing that we're not even getting into there. Like that's, that's a whole different beast. What's comic books. Right. Right. <laughs> no, uh, that's sad. Don't say that. Oh. Use your hands and your eyes. Oh my God. That sounds like a baby. I can't toy. pose my um, comic books. Yeah. So, I would be I'm okay with seeing the shift away from that. I really am. Yeah. I I would like it to be more about um you know, when I would go to Joe Con and yes, there were exclusives, absolutely. That's like one of the main draws. But I also really liked going to the panels. I really liked getting to meet people. I really liked going to um, you know, the different things at the show floor that weren't necessarily, you know, exclusive based. And I think I I, I mean I speak for myself. I we lose track of that. You know, I have friends who have been to Comic-Con in San Diego, who have been to other things, and they've never gone to a panel. That's foreign to them. Like, what is a panel? They just go for, like, the sales floor or, you know, the exclusives and such like that. I have no idea that all this really awesome programming exists. And uh, it, it's easy to it's easy to see why that, that has, you know, become less and less of a focus for people who just want to go and either buy – you know what they want and their limits or get more and and, and sell because mm. it's definitely become a business should uh should the title of this episode be toy manufacturers trying to bring back the good in comic because <laughs> it's almost a little a... bit too long <laughs> yeah, yeah i know this was that was a joke but it's funny because <laughs> they're saying like it's good to not have the con exclusives to focus on what's really important at comic con Toy companies, comics fuck and themselves. <laughs> panels. You know what I mean? For the greater good. I mean, yeah. are they really fucking themselves? Because think about it. If they aren't, no, because these these no, yeah, are limited run, they're so they're gonna pay more to get them made. Nine times out of ten, if it isn't something that's a repaint, it's gonna be something with a whole bunch of new sculpt that they might not use again for a while. So they're kind of saving themselves money. Well, and that, and I think, I think ultimately most of these companies are realizing that there is a whole other audience that wants this stuff and will pay extra for this stuff even if they can't go to a show Mm -hmm. right right you know that that first year they did PulseCon because there was no san diego all don't kid yourself all that stuff was intended to be san diego exclusives and they found another route that they could take and it became a genius marketing tool because it was essentially two days of commercials for shit that was coming out in the next year. And oh, by the way, at the end, uh, you can buy our, our our crap. And if you pay $50 extra, you can buy our crap an hour early than everybody else. Like, <laughs> duh. 
Like, yeah. why bother going through and setting up? Like, I know they had no presence at New York this year. They did have a presence at San Diego, but not, you know, in that. Wait, wait, you're talking like, about New York Hasbro? Hasbro. Hasbro yeah. had a presence at New York. They did? Yeah, they had an entire setup because they had put the Engine of Vengeance on display. And people were freaking oh, out because okay, they were yeah, like, because right. there was a point where they took it out of the cabinet to go show it off somewhere else momentarily. And people were freaking out thinking that they, like, oh my God, they took it out of the cabinet. Something they, they clearly were abandoning it already. And it's like, calm down. Like, abandoning <laughs> yeah. it. It's probably their people only prototype. That. <laughs> so people are weird about that. But yeah, no, so I forgot. They, the they, didn't, they didn't have any like major reveals or anything. No, they didn't. Because they, they no. because they had done PulseCon. Yeah, they just, they just took was, you know, stuff that they showed off at PulseCon and it was in the cases so you could see it physically gotcha. there if you were at the con. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool, um, cool, cool. If you want to talk about someone who wasn't there, Mezco, out of nowhere, to my knowledge, did not have a presence at at New York Comic Con. They went to San Diego and had all There's... their displays, but they did their Slugfest Con, which was just an online reveal thing, and showed off a bunch of um, strictly Rumble Society stuff. And okay. I don't even think they did any Comic Con, New York Comic Con reveals, even on their we- on website or on Instagram or anything. Yeah. So. That's really weird to me because they're in New York. That's definitely something weird going on there. And in fact, I think we did a whole video about it, and you can watch it right here. We, at the end of the episode, you'll see it'll be right there. But at the end of the episode, yes. it'll be right there. So, Make sure to stick around so you can click on that episode. Click just on real that. quick, just as like my closing thing that I have to say, because you know I always like to compare it to other industries and stuff that like you know to see the ripples throughout the world. Um, this has a lot of like feels. Of, or a lot of vibes of like the gaming industry where you know all the big you know manufacturers sony microsoft all of them would go to e3 and then like show off with their new console and shit like that or what they have coming and now it's become we'll just tweet it out and say hey guys we're gonna have a live event and you just tune in and a lot of that has come because of you know the past two years and all mm-hmm. the changes in the world so you know this could just be you know, hey, shipping and shit. I'm going back to what I was saying. My theory before is just like they they're overworked, overstressed, so they can't get more things out. But this really might just be a legitimate change because, like you said, Hasbro, they're like, we don't really need conventions that much yeah. to show off the shit, and we can sell it. So it makes a lot more sense that the power is basically in their hands now versus like because mm-hmm. they have to pay money and stuff for these booths oh, yeah. and shit. Oh yeah, so big like, time. Yeah, it's it makes sense Panels that they're just like. Nah, we're good. You guys have your fun, and then it's, it's while like you're the there, toy look it up of, yeah, it's like the to- the action figure equivalent of OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, and it's a, it's funny and it's a joke, but it's also true. Well, who's like, getting? No, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. In this case, you know, it's still a major company, but like, they're able to do it themselves. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. I see what you. I see what you're going. For. And put it out there for people to purchase. Yeah. All right. If you choose to. Um, so, so I guess my my probably last question. Is, if you want to subscribe to my OnlyFans, click here. No. Who is that you're no. putting at? I can't tell. That was that. Was, oh, yeah. It's, uh, Raditz. Yeah. yeah Raditz. Raditz. Um, <laughs> his, his arms just happen to be up. He's like, yay, OnlyFans. Yay. So do you th- it'd probably just be me eating Cheetos. So since and like, you'd make a hundred thousand a month. Since ahead, like sorry, Nate mentioned before that he has a friend who literally doesn't even go to the cons for panels. He just goes for like the sales for. 
do you think this could also progressively slowly kill the Comic-Con, like, bug and make it so it's not quite as this crazy thing as it as it is now or was let me let me let me jump in real quick just because that's where i was leading that's what i meant to mention Mm -hmm. with e3 because e3 is basically dying like they're on the ropes because they can't get those big pulls anymore so like people are kind of wondering what's the point of going to e3 so much so that they like had to cancel then they opened it and they didn't and now they're like going back and forth so before you, I'm just gonna say that's where I feel like is gonna happen. Granted, as a, like San Diego Comic Con, I don't feel like is gonna have that issue no, just because, because it has the backing of like yeah, Marvel, DC. Marvel, well, no, Disney. Yeah, in theory, because Disney does D23, they're planning on doing some sort of Marvel yeah. event, and they have Star Wars Celebration. So Disney that's could true. pull out a Comic Con, and com- that if would, that that'd happens, the, that'd be the nail in the coffin. That'd be it. That'd be it. Because you know, Discovery but, doesn't want to pay to have DC there if they don't have to. So. Mm-mm. Discovery doesn't want to pay literally anything. Yeah, they're like, yeah. They're like can we can we just put like a sign out by the road that we got to give goes? us money? Just give us money. We're not going to give you shit. Yeah. Just, How did Discovery get to be on the winning side of this? By the way, like, see, this is this is it. I'm partly the problem, but 90 Day Fiance. I don't know how they ended up. Is that what it is? Some of is it E? I think it's E. It's not E. TLC, one of those networks that was is under yeah. Discovery. Although I subscribe, I'm sure to they make Plus just yeah. so I could watch Ghost Adventures. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Not only do I watch Ghost Adventures, my wife and I have watched every episode, and it's funny because we've been watching it now for like ten years, and we make fun of it so hard. We we don't even enjoy it, but Dude. we watch it. That's us yeah. and 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. That's what it is. That's how they're making their money. And I think yeah. they're trying to push that scheme into Warner Brothers of like yeah. people just watching the shit even though they hate it. I hate the show. First but off, I love that's talking what, that's shit what DC fanboys already do. We watch the shit <laughs> yeah. because we hate it. So they're yeah. all, it's, that's why they bought into it. Um, <laughs> now, now, Nate, I have to ask did you start watching that because you thought it was going to be the adventures <laughs> of, of Papa? Uh, no, no I thought you were going to say that's, actual it, that's, a, that's a great one but uh, no we've, we've literally been watching it for like 10 years like mm. we stumbled across it back when we had cable and we found it interesting because like all the history about the locations that they were and then we just kept watching it and now we've there's been like 25 seasons over 10 years we've watched them all uh, and we just make fun of it now because we're like oh my god this guy is an idiot but we, need we watch wanna... it Make ghost of it, yeah. ghost adventure figures. Mm. Super oh, seven, maybe. Them. At least, at least pops. Like I'd buy, I'd, I'd, buy, <laughs> yeah, I'd barely buy pops, but I'd buy those. Yeah. I'm honestly surprised Funko hasn't done that. That that seems sort of. I don't understand like that, and I do not understand where is the what we do in the shadows, pops. That's, like yeah. if anything lends itself to something like that, like please. Well, yeah. what we please. do in the shadows is on FX, right? Yeah, that's correct. owned by Disney, What's... and Disney is sure. not very kind to Funko, from my understanding. You sure? Because I mean, they do Marvel character. Marvel. They, they, they do. No, no, they have those existing contracts already. So the reason why Fair. Marvel okay. Funko Pops have the bobblehead is because that's from the existing license from the bobbleheads that Funko used to do. They refuse to um, renew the contract for the standard Pops because Disney essentially wanted more money. Um, yes and no. 
it's actually because Hasbro is the master license holder for both as far as action figures and action a bobblehead figures. is not an action figure. Either but is the a other one you could argue that it is. Even though we argued that it wasn't just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. But yeah, not, that would make not sense. Not necessarily that, that Disney wanted so much money because it it actually predates, as far as I know, it actually predates Disney's purchase of Star Wars. It's because of the Hasbro licensing that they were bobbleheads. Hmm. Now, that, that may have changed over the years and become something else. But, I mean, Disney does other stuff with them. They do the whole Disney yeah. line. They have. They uh, do tons of stuff. Uh, yeah. But like. Yeah. It, so I wouldn't say it's completely off off the shelf. Yeah. I I just. Shocking, though. So. I, I, I don't know. It's It would seem weird if it was just because of Hasbro considering how many other people have their fucking fingers in the Disney and Marvel pot and Star Wars. That they'd be like, that's our line in the sand is those shitty little $10 things at Walmart. We can't have those compete with our Marvel Legends and our Black Series. However. I mean, Funko's are a huge. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't huge think. Market. Yeah. I don't think that's going to. I don't think Hasbro's knocking down the door for <laughs> what we do in what the shadows. We do in the shadows. <laughs> Is that? I, it's not, I, I'm saying Funko, not Hasbro. No, it means like stopping them. Yeah, nobody's stopping well, That's them. what I'm saying is why I, I think there's more to it than that. I think it's got to be. Gotcha. You know, I gotcha. What, I gotcha. what I, my understanding was from the things I. You know, I'm every like Fox and Disney property that comes out in a pop, I'm going to send to you that's, and that's, and just that's be better like, than the shit you sent to us the other day. So I'll, I'll take it. I warned you. I warned you. You guys wouldn't stop. This is. Oh, this I is was like, bullshit. what happened? You erased my member. No, you lucky. Don't uh, bring it up, or I'll go back does. to NFCs. I'll go back to NFCs because that's what's yeah, gonna save Comic Con. If you <laughs> watched the show last week, the argument kept going on our group chat for days. Not, not just drastic. one group chat; it went in two because somehow yeah. it got brought uh, up brought in one that we had with Wes separately. So we were arguing two <laughs> different way, points in two different. You chats. brought it up. <laughs> I told you guys to stop. And you didn't, and I warned you, <laughs> and things were posted. <laughs> and I didn't even go as far as I could. At first, because the first couple of ones I was going to send, know I was you, like, this is, you got these this is Yeah, right. I was like, there's no way he got those from the gift keyboard. Like, he had to fucking Tumblr. find those on the internet. Oh, now, he oh, was on no, Tumblr. That gift keyboard. That's surprising, because those, were, those yeah. were surprisingly graphic for gift keyboard. <laughs> Especially on an iPhone, you know that's yeah. Just, iPhone seems Apple a little more censored. Like if you were an Android about user, that. like oh maybe. <laughs> oh, oh gosh, shit. Um, so yeah, let us know in the comments below. Do you think con exclusives are dead? Do you think the conventions are going to also slowly phase away, kind of like E three is? Um, or tell or, us that we're fucking stupid. Or or will nfts oh my God. save the toy industry please let us know in the comments below how much you hate jamar and his stupid digital bullshit as well um as always uh if you enjoyed this episode and want more please make sure to like and subscribe we've got reviews on mondays we've got the re-watch of uh, only figs for our wednesday purchases uh on wednesdays and then we have the podcast on fridays or potentially top 10 or smasher pass or toy therapy all sorts of different options uh so make sure to check all those kinds out. of fun uh we will also mm-hmm. have links down here below uh near nate for last week's episode where we discussed the neca uh was it a 
a B O auto T auto T that's right. The auto T program. And then on the opposite side, we will talk about where or we'll have where me and Nate talked about Mezco uh, dying off as well. So go check that episode out. Um, oh, make sure to check out the comments below in that episode where a guy tried to uh, fucking defend through tooth and nail that Mezco was the God company. And oh man, that was funny. Um, <laughs> Uh, what else was I saying? Oh yeah, follow us Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Modern Toy Fair. Check us out Wednesday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, live on Twitch.tv forward slash Modern Toy Fair, where we go over our or ten oh four. Yeah, ten ish. Um, yeah. Uh, well then, that was you. <laughs> uh, where we go over our weekly purchases on OnlyFigs <laughs> and join us on there so you can be a part of the conversation. As always, you can also check Jamar over on metal.tv forward slash Jamar Games. <laughs> and Nate, what do you got for us this week? Uh, yeah, well, you know, uh, you can check me out over at uh, giraffe.paintscratcher and uh, look me up there. And we are going to be doing a new show on that platform called NF Spill the Tea. And we are going <laughs> to be looking- I like it. Yep, you're going to be one of the guests. Michael's going to be on the uh, on a guest list. You guys just won't be on together. We're going to discuss yeah, NFTs. Good, good call. Uh, good call. What we do or don't know about them, which is a lot. Which is shockingly. So I don't much. know. I'm an expert. Yeah, <laughs> some would I'm say not. I'm an expert. Oh, <laughs> yeah, my God. some some would say, huh? All right. Well, hopefully we will see you next week. Same toy time, same toy fair channel. Thank you for watching. <laughs>